Darling one, you were born from the sweetest love, cast from the fires of creation, burning bright into the making of your perfect constellations. Head high, my love, never let them diminish you. Stand tall in the power of your love. Break open to the thousands come before you, written in your heart with holy blood. Keep going, my love. Hold tight to the scripture of your inheritance, your dreams born from ancient stone. Weave your magic star of wisdom, breathing life into hollow bones. Courage, my love. Place pain upon your sacred altars. Grow seeds where life has become hopeless. Lend hands to those who fall and falter. Let love be life's greatest opus. Welcome, beautiful soul. My name is Tara Wild, and I'm the creator of the Dreaming the Ancestors podcast series and community, where we talk about remembering and reclaiming ancestral stories, feminine wisdom, and earth magic. And this is episode 12, and I'm here with Naomi Love to talk about matriarchal womb medicine. And first of all, I want to give a very special welcome to everyone who's part of the Dreaming the Ancestors Facebook community. I would love to hear your thoughts and reflections on this episode in our Facebook group. And I just want to give you a very, very warm welcome for being part of this really extraordinary circle of like-hearted and like-minded souls. So I'm going to officially introduce you all to Naomi. Naomi Love is internationally known as the creatress of Wise Womb Medicine Path, a sacred global community and resonance and the Womb Mystery School. With over 30 years of experience working with tens of thousands of clients, Naomi has developed a somatic orientated holistic system of healing that is Wise Womb Medicine. Offering training for both novice and master, she shares these sacred living teachings for you to apply into your own life and into your own healing work. Naomi is a ceremonialist and master healer, channel for the Wise Womb Oracle and the Wisdom Council. Naomi is also the visionary behind the Wise Womb Way, which is a movement that is aligned with cultural appreciation and the decolonization of the patriarchal ways and teaches an embodied way through the illusion of separation. If you'd like to explore the full breadth of all that is Wise Womb Medicine Path, you can find her over at Wise Womb Oracle on Instagram and her website is wisewombmedicinepath.com. So it's such a pleasure to have you, Naomi. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, beloved one, for having me. It's an honor. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. So before we dive into our conversation, as always, I would love to take a moment for us all to imagine that we are having this conversation in the flesh, heart to heart, and we're sitting on the ground around a great fire. And I'd love to imagine that we're sitting in circle together and we're sharing wisdom and we're sharing stories like our ancestors have done for generations and generations. 
stretching back into the mists of time. And as we feel the energetic power of our circle and the spirit of the fire and the spirit of our ancestors beginning to gather around us for this conversation, I'd like to take a moment for Naomi and I to invite our ancestors and guides into this conversation with us so that their wisdom can flow through us and we can share what's most meaningful to share. Ah, So I will begin. And the ancestors who are really speaking to me in this moment are my ancestors of blood and bone, and in particular, the wise women. The wise women who really, really knew how to honor the cycles of their body and the wisdom of their wombs. And I really feel these ancestors as very, very ancient, really in divine communion with Great Mother. And although there's been so much that's happened between those ancestors and where we are now, I feel them so, so present. I feel them whispering to us and guiding us as we really bring back the wisdom of the sacred feminine, the wisdom of the womb at this really powerful time on the planet. Ah, oh, blessed be, welcome, 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 wise women ancestors. And with that, I will pass over to you, Naomi. Thank you, beloved. Mine comes through sounding, so I'm just gonna rattle a little bit and see. Thank you, thank you for sharing that beautiful sounding. Mm. Thank you, ancestors. So the title of this episode is Matriarchal Womb Medicine. And this is just such a powerful topic and something that I feel really passionately about and something I've been wanting to talk about for quite some time. And the very first thing that I want to speak about is our womb connection to our matriarchal lineage. There is a beautiful quote from Lane Redmond in her book, When the Drummers Were Women, one of my favorite books that I'd like to begin by reading. And uh, this is the quote from her. All the eggs a woman will ever carry form in her ovaries while she is a four-month-old fetus in the womb of her mother. This means our cell cellular life as an egg begins in the womb of our grandmother. Each of us spent five months in our grandmother's womb, and she in turn formed within the womb of her grandmother. We vibrate to the rhythms of our mother's blood before she herself is born. And this pulse is the thread of blood that runs all the way back through the grandmothers to the very first mother. This quote just 
speaks to me so deeply. And we as women have a very strong connection to the wombs of our mother and also our grandmother. And through this connection, there is a strong linking to the womb space and to the thread of blood, as Lane Redman beautifully references. And this womb connection within our matriarchal lineages can hold both burdens and blessings. But because of the patriarchal world that so many of our ancestors lived in, and we still live in today to, uh, to varying degrees, you know, the burdens often overshadow those blessings. The burden of sexual abuse and incest and shame and other traumas can really hold us back from experiencing the power of the womb, the power of our sexuality and pleasure and more. So I'm going to pause there and Naomi, I'd love to pass over to you now and just hear a little bit about how you came to this sacred and important work of the wise womb medicine path. You know, I'd love to hear about your own personal journey if you're open to sharing that. Always. Thank you for the invitation. So I first want to share that the path wasn't made clear uh, along each step. It was as though you're walking through the forest and each step is taking you to a new place within yourself to explore, a new place within the earth to explore uh, within your relationships. And so my journey began as a young girl working with plants and plant medicines. And uh, that led me into apprenticing with different herbal teachers and living in India and living in different uh, communities um, in Central America and studying with the Mayan elders and uh, each step along the journey, it was it was as though um, now that I'm in my 40s and I can look back, I can see how each step along the way was helping me to create what is now Wise Moon Medicine Path. And it's a beautiful weaving of everything that I've learned over the last 30-something years in practice and then also through my lifetime of experience and education and, and studying and all of the magic that was there. And as I continued through each layer, each of the spiral, I really kept feeling called to like, you know, when you're learning something and you're like, Ooh, this is so good. And then there's like a piece that's missing, like an element that was, uh, not quite there in the way that my system knows it could be. And so it kept me on the path of searching. And because I was on the path of searching, uh, I kept finding those sort of missing pieces. And then now, as again, I look at what is Wise Womb Medicine Path and the system of medicine that I have developed through all of this, I'm like, oh, that's what was happening this whole time. I was creating a system of medicine that meets the whole being. So part of where Wise Womb Medicine Path came from was actually seeing the, um, I guess, the inability that is often there within the healing realms that where many of the lineages and many of the teachers were aligned with the patriarchal system still. And 
how it, we were missing the sacred feminine wild way. The feminine is the essence that fills the container. And I felt like I kept learning about the container and the modality or the technique, but it was missing an essence. And so wise womb medicine is the essence that fills that container really. And it's a way that really works from the divine feminine way, which is a way of listening. It's a way without agenda. It's a way of truly honoring sovereignty. It's a way that honors and the wise womb way is the way that honors that we each have our own unique medicine and gift and that we don't need to be in competition with one another. We don't need to be comparing ourselves to one another. Rather, we each have our own unique medicine and gift to share with this world and let's support one another in truly doing so because there's a lot of talk of doing that, but then there's the true, you know, human emotion of uh, inside that may still keep us caught in that sort of illusion of separation. Mm. I hope I made sense there. <laughs> yes, you did. That was beautiful. And what really occurred to me as you were sharing is just this deep honoring of the sacred feminine and the way that you're tapping into the purity of that essence and bringing that forward. And I just honor that so much. And so I think where I'd like to go next is to dive a little bit deeper into matriarchal womb trauma. So I was speaking about this in the introduction and, you know, I feel that there's been so much progress in recent years where women are speaking out their stories and experiences of sexual abuse, uh, this desecration of the sacred feminine, especially during the whole Me Too movement. But there's still a lot of shame and silence, and especially within our own family systems. So matriarchal womb trauma often isn't spoken about within our families, but it is deeply felt. And Naomi, I think it would be so helpful if you could share wisdom about how women can identify signs of sexual abuse within their ancestral lineages and some insight as well about how this trauma gets passed down. Beautiful. Let's all take a deep breath and just take that question, that inquiry in. So from what I see is that it can be really challenging to heal a pattern or to understand, like to, unless we understand or are able to track the pattern of how something has been passed down through the generations. So I know that ancestral healing gets a lot of sort of social media play right now. And within that, we can sometimes lose the essence of the point of it. And so when we're looking to ancestral trauma, like what is it that you're here potentially to heal or what agreements did you make throughout your lifetimes or in this lifetime that were to heal the wounds of the ancestors to heal the generational wounds that you might be holding and those wounds can manifest in the womb they can manifest in your body but they can also very much manifest in your womb space as symptoms as disease as discomfort and then within each of these wounds, they each have a story. So part of the way that we work is going into and being able to track 
the stories that are associated with the experiences and the sensations that we're having in our bodies. And so I think that it's really important to not get into the mind about what the trauma might be, but rather get into the felt sense of what it is that you're experiencing and being able to discern whether or not it's yours or not. And being able to understand that so you can siphon out what isn't yours and then you understand that that might be an agreement or a contract that you've made that needs to be amended, that needs to be burned, that needs to be healed. Each contract needs something specific. Not They don't all need the same thing. And then the other piece is that then you can also take a look at your lineage and see what did your parents, what did your mother struggle with health-wise, mentally, how, what, the way that they, she thought, the way that they believed things to be, the perceptions that they hold, held, how they believed reality to be, because all of that is manifested in the womb space. And so if you can trace and start to look, or even if you have the opportunity to connect to your parents if they're living, or to your grandparents and ask, how were their cycles? What was their relationship to their body? What was their relationship to sexuality? Then you can actually have the opportunity to ask the question, to hear what their experiences are. And then what we're doing is we're looking for where are there similar threads? It may not be the same story, but where is that pattern continually perpetuating itself? Like I've had clients where I worked with the mother and the mother had all of the sexual trauma. And then the daughter came to me for a session and the daughter had actually been kidnapped and sexually abused by a perpetrator. And then her daughter came for a session and she had had sexual abuse as well. And so you can start to tell the places that are unhealed because they keep manifesting just like inside of ourselves, right? We can tell that something isn't fully integrated and healed because it keeps showing up. And every time it shows up, it shows us where we are relative to that experience. Yes, thank you so much for shedding light on that. It's so important to begin to track these different patterns. And this is something that I, you know, do in my own ancestral healing work and my own lineages. And I share some of these, uh, these teachings as well. And being able to track and bringing forward that awareness really helps so much. And then to feel it on that embodied level. So I love that you really spoke about that, how you actually experience it in your body. So I'd love to sort of talk a little bit about um, our own unique womb medicine. So let's say that, you know, we start to track some of these patterns of sexual abuse and, you know, other various things that can manifest through the matriarchal lineage and the womb, painful periods, irregular periods, medical procedures, you know, healing from birth and so many other things that our wombs experience. So I'd love to talk about some ways that women can begin to heal and unlock their own womb medicine. So I'd love it if you could share some, some wisdom about that. Beautiful. So I imagine if they're working with you for your listeners that they have a, a foundation underneath them. Uh, so firstly, we can just tune in. So oftentimes what I see is that we misinterpret 
what we're feeling or experiencing when it comes to tapping into our womb space. And it's because that line of communication has intentionally been distorted through societal's ways, we'll just say, <laughs> without sounding like conspiracy e, <laughs> right? So that, that line of communication between heart and womb and to really being able to deepen in your understanding of the messages that you're hearing, it's, it was intentional that there was created a disconnection between our hearts and our wombs, a disconnection to our intuition, to our inner oracle, to our remembrance of why we're here. And so for me, the foundation of beginning the journey with the womb is to begin the journey of deepening your relationship with yourself because your womb is the totem. It's the metaphor and it really represents your inner oracle, your center, your inner navigational system. And so the more that you're able to tap in and connect to yourself, your true self beyond the illusions of separation, beyond the experiences you've had. That's for me, being able to be held in that energy while you're in the exploration helps make the process of going through and digging through the garden. And, um, you know, we can talk about our womb as a garden, imagining like you're building a garden and you're starting out with nothing. There's a lot of things that you have to do to tend to that soil, to plant what it is that you want there. There's some work that has to be put in. And sometimes that work can be overwhelming. And if we don't have the skill set to process that, it can sort of take the rug out from underneath us because this is our root. It's our connection to ourself and to also our earth and to our ancestors and to this living web of creation and to the great cosmos. And so the more that you're able to like call in the well ancestors to call in your helping spirits, the plant beings, the nature spirits, earth mother, the more that you're able to sort of surrender into that, the more held you are as you journey into the inner landscape. And then once you start sort of, well, I'm using apparently garden metaphors. Once you start excavating and you start Mm, there you hit a place that sexual trauma came in. It's important that you are able to feel held and have the skill set to navigate what that experience is. And so in Wise Womb Medicine, we talk about we need to connect to the heart in order to connect to the womb. And so the heart is our yang organ to the womb, which is the receiving, the, the yin. And so we want to be able to connect to the full compassion and cultivate that compassion for ourselves as we go through the journey of exploring the trauma that we might be holding in our bodies. And trauma, my loves, doesn't have to be something that was really, it doesn't have to be a huge thing that happened to you, like rape or, or something like this. It can be trauma is whatever your body experiences had an experience, a reaction, a response to. 
And sometimes it might even be to the words that people said, to the feeling of an experience that you had rather than just something that happened to you. So as you go through the process of exploring your inner landscape, your inner womb garden, remember to connect to self-compassion because we need that sort of energetic signature to dive deep into these places where the wounds are held. And as you journey into those wounds and as you track those patterns, we need to give those parts of ourselves what they need in order to transmute and heal. So the first thing that they need is to be noticed, to be acknowledged, to be seen, to be felt, and to be heard, which means we've got to feel the sensation We've got to hear the story. What is the story that that wound is holding? And so just like you and I, we each want deeply to be seen, acknowledged, witnessed, heard, felt. And when we're met, we're able to surrender more deeply. When those wounds, when those places are met, they're able to heal and then integrate into the whole of you rather than being sort of fragmented or separated. That was beautiful, Naomi. Thank you so much for sharing. So much was coming up for me as you were speaking. And I was just really feeling that you you were speaking to that reweaving of connection. You were speaking especially to the heart and womb connection. And I feel like there have been so many ways that we have been intentionally severed, as you said, from our innate wisdom, our inner oracle, as you beautifully said. And we've been actually in my membership, my monthly membership, we've been exploring that this past month. And we've been looking at experiences like the Menarche experience, you know, the our first period and how that was how that was held by our mothers in particular. And just thinking about how you know, our mothers were held in their Manarsh experience by, you know, our grandmothers and back through the generations and how, you know, this is such a poignant moment when we, we can often have a severance of connection to that innate medicine that we hold in our womb. And so we actually, in my membership, we sort of, we did this beautiful ritual to go back and have a different Menarche experience that was truly honoring, that was this beautiful connection to great mother And that's something we've been talking about a lot as well is just how much we've been severed from great mother, who is really the one who holds us in my mind in our sovereignty as women, in our womb medicine, as our inner oracle and creates that beautiful space for us. But when we don't have that linking to her, which, you know, I believe especially is important during the Menarche experience, then we become really severed. And I was reading this beautiful quote from this book uh, called Circle of Stones. If anyone hasn't read that, it's just so beautiful. And it's this beautiful long passage, um, which is talking about how our society is so unmothered, unmothered by the great mother, and how this has had such a huge impact on us. Um, not just women, but men and you know all all genders, all aspects of society, not to have that great motherly loving presence that holds us when we go into the deep landscapes of ourselves when we take our initiatory journeys into our womb space and into 
these, these really important initiation journeys. So that was all coming up as you were sharing. And I would love to dive in a bit deeper into um, the womb medicine and especially talking about the role of ritual. You know, ritual was such a foundational part of life for so many of our ancestors, uh, you know, across the globe. And in the European cultures, our indigenous womb rituals have really, really been lost in time. And you know, it's so interesting to see how any kind of menstrual wisdom has been eradicated from the Celtic myths, from from the various different sacred cultural traditions that have been passed down. And it's not that the wisdom wasn't ever there. I really believe this. It's just that the wisdom has been written out of her story. So my question for you, Naomi, is this. How can we start bringing womb rituals and womb healing back into our daily lives? You know, if the ancestors could speak to us, and I believe they do, and share their ancient womb wisdom with us, what might they say? That's so fun. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind is that the a beautiful ritual, because ritual is an act that you do consistently. It's a re repetition, right? And through that repetition, you have a certain sense that you start to, to uh, a certain quality of energy that starts to manifest, right? Like your morning ritual, what is it? If, even if it's a cup of coffee every day, that has become a ritual. So it doesn't have to be anything like with necessarily like crystals and sacred smoke or anything. It can be something that's very simple, but that you do in repetition. And the way that we look at ritual is how do you feel inside of it? So the whole point of the ritual for us is saying, okay, how does it make you feel? And you're trying to tap into the energy of what it is that you're wanting to create. So if you're wanting to create a deeper, more profound relationship to your womb, what is one simple thing that you can do daily? You can close your eyes, rub your hands together, and place them on your womb space, which is much lower than people believe or think. It's like right where your mound of Venus is, where your pubic hair is. It's in that space where your like underwear kind of stop if you're wearing, I guess they're hip hugger underwear, not like the belly ones, right? So that's where your womb space is and placing your hand there and just breathing, welcoming your breath in and welcoming whatever may want to be shared by your womb. So one of the things that often happens when we journey to the womb is that we start overthinking and we're like, oh, I'm making this up. I'm thinking about it too much. I didn't really hear that. Did I hear that? You know, we get into our heads about it. And so I invite you to soften around that part of your mind and just trust that Anything that is showing up is what's meant to show up. And so closing your eyes and just deepening the breath, placing your hand on the womb space and calling your breath in, call your breath into fullness, allow yourself to arrive into the center of your pelvis, into the center of your pelvic bowl, and just say hello, introduce yourself. So whenever you're wanting to build a relationship with anyone, 
right? You want to say, hi, Tara. I'm Naomi. Hi, Naomi. I'm Tara. Nice to see you. How are you doing today? <laughs> but, you know, and we get to know each other in the same way. We do this with the helping spirits. We do this with our earth mother, with the land, with our ancestors and with our body and with our womb. And so introduce yourself, say hello, and just ask, is there any messages that you have for me today? And the more that you deepen your relationship to your womb space, the more that your womb will give you a unique ritual that's specific to you. It's no one else's ritual. It's your own. And it could be something that no one else could have possibly come up with because it was a direct received transmission from your inner oracle. That's so profound and... I really love that you guided that share with first with the connection with the womb itself and letting her speak and give space for her to share what ritual wants to come through. I feel like there's so many prescribed rituals out there, (laughs) which can be helpful to inspire people, but I really, really feel that people get the most out of ritual when it comes from their own inner knowing and their own connection to their own body and their own guides and what have you. So I really love that you shared that. That's a very important um, piece for me in wise womb medicine and the wise womb way is of course we all need inspiration, right? If we don't know what ritual is, like we need to understand a framework of like how we do it and like what might be done for the basic understanding of that so we can be in right relationship with energy but it's really important to me that we empower one another and and knowing that we all have the answers within you don't have to look to me you don't have to look outside of yourself for those and yes there's times we absolutely need support and community so i'm not saying that but i'm saying as far as like honoring sovereignty and honoring our each unique medicine that we all carry is can we empower each other to tap into our own inner knowing and sometimes my loves we have a lot of stuff that needs to be cleared to be able to trust that inner knowing because of that severing that has happened from that place within the divine feminine but that to me is like so imp- such an important aspect of womb healing and stepping into the divine feminine is really being able to cultivate the space to explore what you experience and be able to start to trust that place so that you're able to step more into your empowerment with the support of your community and your womb sisterhood yes 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 (laughs) just deep resonance with everything you shared and I just want to loop back around to what we were talking about earlier and kind of bringing some of these threads together because in the context of matriarchal womb medicine you know we were asking the question earlier how do we connect to our womb medicine how do we track these ancestral patterns of sexual abuse and disconnection from womb and cycle and the great mother and what have you so once we start to track all these those things and feeling them in our body in our womb really we just in my feeling of what we've shared it's like 
connecting even more deeply to the womb to allow her to tell us how to bring the medicine that we need forward for ourselves and for our lineage. And this is such an intuitive process. And so that trust piece that you were speaking to is so important and that can take time and it can be, mm, yeah, it's a real process, right? Because like you were saying, there's so much we have to clear out to even relink that connection and to hear that voice inside that guides us and to hear and feel that medicine. So I'm just feeling this beautiful weaving together of all that we've shared so far. So the next thing I'd like to ask you, Naomi, is what happens when we do this healing work, when we create womb rituals in our lives? You know, what do women get to experience when they come into the power of their womb and they start doing this matriarchal womb healing that we're talking about? I love that question. It's like um, whenever you're trying to share what it is, you have to share like what the result is going to be, right? <laughs> so I love thinking about it this way. So imagine yourself and what it feels like if you were in a forest and you're standing on the earth and you feel rooted inside of your body. You feel anchored into the sense of belonging here to this earth mother. And you feel a profound interwoven connection to the surrounding nature around you, the trees, the wind. You can hear the whispers of the ancestors as the wind gently blows across your face. You feel the sun or the moon shining above you and you feel like you can understand the medicine that's coming through. And you have this great sense of this deeply interconnected sense of belonging to this wild yet loving universe, multiverse, the great primordial mother. And inside your body, as you're anchored into earth, as you feel connected to the heavens, to the cosmos, as you feel connected to nature, there's this deep sense of trust, trust inside of yourself, trust inside of your intuition, trust in that inner knowing and there's a deep reverence a deep honoring of every being no matter where they are along their journey there's this deep sense of reverence that they're each a teacher and that they each have unique medicine that they're carrying and you breathe into your heart and you breathe into your womb and all of those feelings of like self-consciousness, those are all dissolved. And you start dancing around the forest, finding yourself at that fire that we're all gathered. And you feel like you are a part, an integral part of it all. Thank you for that beautiful visualization what's arriving for me in this moment is that for me womb medicine and ancestral healing are two very powerful root medicines especially when we bring them together which is why I've wanted to have this conversation for so long because when we do this root 
healing work, when we go to our root medicine that each of us holds inside of us and we bring that medicine forward for ourselves and our lineage, there comes this sense of belonging. And that's what I was really feeling when you're painting that picture for us us in the forest is this deep sense of belonging to life. Like we know our place in the world and it's a, a place of deep reverence and sacredness and honoring of who we truly are, where we come from, really feeling connected to our lineage and all the way back to the Great Mother So this sense of belonging and authenticity, I suppose, although that's a very (laughs) buzzword right now, but I, I feel called to use it in this moment, belonging and authenticity of who we truly are and, and what it means to belong in this world and to ourselves. So that was, was coming forward for me as you were sharing. And there's something that's coming forward for me now, something that I'd actually like to revisit from a little bit earlier when we were sharing about some of the ways that we can start to track these ancestral traumas and patterns. And I think one of the symptoms that I notice is a lack of belonging to our body. I feel like this is one of the deepest root levels of the matriarchal womb trauma because there's that severance of connection to womb, but also severance of connection to body. And so I just wanted to bring that forward. And I think that something else I wanted to share, earlier you were saying how, you know, women could ask their mothers and their grandmothers what their experience of their sexuality and their menstrual cycles and all of those kinds of important womb experiences, how that was for them. And this is a beautiful question to ask. And also... It's not always possible to open up those conversations. And, you know, if we ask the question of our mothers or our grandmothers and we're met with defensiveness or a closed offness, I think that that in itself can speak louder than words. Anything that they could share with us, sometimes just the the pure sort of closed down (laughs) can be symbolic of this of this trauma and this lack of belonging to body and to womb. So I I also just wanted to bring that forward. And we've been discussing a lot of the sort of what what I call the downstream energy of ancestral um, patterning, right? So what's come before us and how it lands in us and our bodies. And I'd love to shift the conversation here and talk about the impact of doing womb healing for future generations. So, you know, this includes the healing sexual traumas and other traumas of the womb. And, you know, you, you beautifully spoke to that, how it doesn't have to be something epic. It can be a whole variety of different things. Um, so I'd love to ask you, Naomi, what the impact on future generations is when we embrace our womb medicine and heal deeply. Yeah, I want to speak to it um, as a sort of pioneer in the West in the womb healing because I've been doing it before it became a popular thing on Instagram. And I have to say that it has been um, a lot of work to carve the pathway from my, my, the generations before me to the generations that are tapping into this now. Like I was in that generation where we were excavating Uh, some really deep shit and it was really challenging and it actually had a lot of consequence on 
my physical body and um, to be that pioneer, to sort of be uh, in the jungle, you know, cutting it with cutting the bamboo with the machete and um, and then looking up now and seeing like, wow, it we actually my generation made the space for this to be so available now. And that's pretty amazing. So I want to give uh, a little homage to all of those uh, womb workers that were have been doing the, the depths of this work, because imagine doing this before it became um, a conversation that we could have. Yeah. <laughs> it was not something that was really talked about. And I was very much like looked at weird in my community. And, you know, so um, so thank you to all of my teachers who who supported me in doing this. And so that means and and I say that with the as to, as an answer to your question, because I was sort of the downstream and then part of the upstream mm -hmm. of allowing this and creating enough spaciousness and enough okayness that these conversations can be had. These uh, this exploration can be done now in a way they could not have been done in my time in previous, in my earlier years. And so the effect of that, that I'm even just seeing, because although I haven't had children, I'm seeing the effect of me doing the work that I did and the impact of, oh my God, like, wow, we have one access to this information in a way that we didn't before. The channels are more profoundly open of communication because they've been remembered. And the more that we create that sort of energetic signature of remembrance, the more communication can come through, the more depth of understanding can come through, the more that we've strengthened that communication to our own wombs, the more that it's going to be even more so accessible to the future generations. Absolutely. And I see it in my womb temple as, you know, I'm uh, sharing right now, we're, we're halfway through, I think. And one of the women was like, I just love learning this and embodying these practices so I can teach my children. And so seeing that the more empowered we are, the more inner knowing that we hold, the more information that we have to share, the more empowered the next generations are to be standing in their sovereignty. And you can even see it now with consent culture. That was not a thing when I was younger, right? That was when I was a teenager, consent was like not a thing. It's a thing now, which is amazing, right? So that means the generations before helped to carve that pathway of openness so that that could be a thing that could be a movement our awareness can now open to that it's so powerful to hear you share on this because you've really been in the depths with this work for quite some time uh, you know and really dedicated and committed yourself to it for so long and to feel how powerful the shift has been in such a short period of time and that to me is absolutely credit to yourself and others like you who have carved that path 
And it also feels like something divine as well, that there's this divine moment on the planet where this can come forward and not through great hardship and challenge and what have you, but just to say that, wow, what an amazing time we live in, right? And so it's just beautiful to feel that powerful shift and to hear what's changed even in your lifetime. So thank you so much for sharing that, Naomi. I deeply appreciate it. Yeah. Mm, so I'm wondering, Naomi, if you would like to perhaps offer a very short experience for women listening to tap into their womb medicine or connect to their womb space. And I'm just wondering if you would be open to leading us into a very short journey. Always. Okay, my loves. So go ahead. And if you are able to close your eyes and just, you can be standing or sitting and rub your hands together, activating the heart through the palms of your hands. And I'm gonna invite you first to place your hands on your heart space. And just gently caress over the breasts, just a couple times. And take a couple deep breaths as you're doing this. Let out a big, a big sigh on the exhale and gently begin to bring your hands on your body caressing over your belly all the way to your womb space to your lower 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 belly your fingertips are almost wrapping around to your clitoris the palms of your hands are holding the mound of venus where your pubic hair is And welcome your breath into fullness, into your low belly. Exhale, just let out a sigh or a sound through the mouth. Take a moment to just breathe between heart and womb space. See if you can invite a little softening, an unraveling of tension held, the clenching of your bum, of your pelvic floor, the holding of your belly in. As you invite the surrendering of tension, you're inviting the openness of Shakti, of life force energy in. And you might want to even speak this out loud because when we speak out loud, it's as though we are the listener and the speaker and it helps to get us out of our minds. So just say hello, hello to the womb space, hello to the womb space.
take a deep breath and anything that you're experiencing, whether you feel weird, you feel resistance, you feel anything arising, any visuals, any people that you think of, if your mind is distracted, all of this is actually letting us know what's present here. So there's no wrong way. It's all information. Just keep breathing into the backside of your body and say hello again. And if you have not created or cultivated a strong relationship to the womb, just say out loud that I would like to deepen my relationship to my womb space, to you, to my well ancestors. I would like to begin to heal what is held here. And you're always welcome to ask, to ask for if you feel, if you're starting to experience or see a trauma arise, you can always say, please show me gently, slowly. You're the commander in chief, yeah. You're the commander in charge. I ask you to show me what I have capacity to receive to process. Is there anything that you want me to know right now? Take a deep breath and just soften. Soften, soften any tension in the body. Is there anything you'd like me to know right now? Do you have a message for me? And if you're receiving a message, allow yourself, if you can, to just witness it. Witness, see, acknowledge, hear, feel. Take a couple deep breaths into the palms of your hands, into your womb space. Exhaling, softening, sinking, surrendering. And another breath like this.
And then just ask the womb, in which ways can I honor you? Show me a way that I can honor you, something simple and doable. Welcome your breath in, breathing womb to heart. And if nothing came, just see if you can do this every day for three minutes to just tune in and say hello and ask, how can I honor you? And for those that did receive an honoring, just see yourself doing that for yourself, for your womb. giving thanks to the womb for opening the lines of communication. And again, if you didn't hear anything, still say thank you and just keep coming back. Sometimes we need to build the resilience to connect again to a place that's often been forgotten. Cultivating that feeling of gratitude in your heart, in your body. Bring a gentle smile to the face. Say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Take a moment to just ground into Earth Mother. To lean into your back body. To tune into your heart's resonance. Beautiful, my loves. If you have a few moments to journal what you received, to write down what you would like to commit to that your womb asked from you.
Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Naomi. I want to give a sacred pause here for anyone who is writing anything down. And as you're writing, I feel called to share some sounding that's arising from my womb in this moment. Blessed be, blessed be, everyone. Mm. I feel so nourished by this conversation, Naomi, and I hope listeners, you are experiencing this as well, just experiencing some of Naomi's beautiful medicine. And I'd love to give you this opportunity, Naomi, to share where people can find you and anything that you'd like to share about what you offer and where to find you. Well, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, beloved ones, for being with us here today. And you can find us at wisewombmedicinepath.com and Instagram at wisewomboracle. And we have a beautiful offering in May of 2021. The 7th through the 9th, we're offering a free Wise Womb virtual retreat I've often done free events over the last couple of years and I haven't had the capacity to do so. And now I have the spaciousness. So I invite you to join us there. You, I'm sure there'll be a link below, but there's also links on our website and you can check out our other offerings. We train both novice and master into uh, an apprenticeship with your own womb and then to become a certified practitioner of wise womb medicine through apprenticeship. So you can read all about that on our website. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Naomi. And yes, I'll definitely be including the link to your, uh, your free retreat. And yes, I just encourage all of you to go and experience Naomi's beautiful event. And I want to finish by closing our space and just thanking all of the ancestors who've been here with us and returning to that vision of us gathered around the fire together. Just feeling the wisdom flowing through all of us and our womb medicine speaking through us and really igniting us in this moment. So I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how you've enjoyed this episode in the Dreaming the Ancestors Facebook group if you are over there. And if you're not there yet, then I encourage you to come and find us on Facebook and to really just let me know what your biggest takeaway is from this episode. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Naomi. It's been such an honor 
Thank you to all the ancestors and beings who've been here in conversation with us and all the medicine that was shared. Ah, wherever you are in the world, beautiful ones, I hope you can feel the power and strength of our togetherness and looking forward to connecting with all of you in our next podcast. Blessed, blessed be.